Neon Black, I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jaso. I'm Bonner. Bonner's back. Thank you, dude. Back, back. Thank We're, you, guys. The worst Brit alive. Uh, Proved that title to be true today. There was a Yeezy drop uh, on <laughs> on Melrose that he had to wait in line for, so he's not he's not here today. He's been there since last week. Yeah. It wasn't the only thing he dropped. <laughs> a couple names. A couple names. Definitely a couple names. <laughs> maybe Channing Tatum. Maybe Shawn Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick it off with some new music announcements. Uh, we're about to get another 88 Rising compilation album, uh, Head in the Clouds 2, follow up to Shocker, Head in the Clouds 1. Oh, damn. I, I feel we talked about Head in the Clouds last year, JSO, but I don't think that we like went, I think we maybe spent like an episode about it. Right? Because that was like really, yeah. that put 88 Rising on our radar, more or less. It, Other it, than Rich, Rich Bryan, obviously. Yeah, I think... Well, it was coming off of the controversy of his former alias. Yeah. And Rich Chiga. And he was able to really show that there was more to him than uh, kind of a culturally insensitive name. He's absolutely, that whole crew has absolutely killed it. I know uh, one of the songs from that crew has been your favorite song of the year. Has that been knocked off the throne? I'm not going to lie, that Taylor Swift song is fucking oh! might, might be up there. With Archer since since so Bonner's good. here. It, oh. it is, it's an amazing song, but maybe one of the worst song titles I've ever heard. So bad. And she and yeah. the lyrics in the hook are like, the I, I was, I'm an archer. I was the prey. Like, it's so dumb, It's but, but it's a great song. It's just simple and it's catchy. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, maybe, you should, maybe it could have been a hunter or predator. Predator, maybe not, but <laughs> not today. Just picturing yeah. Taylor Swift with dreadlocks now, and that's just a whole fucking. God. <laughs> that would be dope. It's funny that you thought Predator, and I thought Jeffrey Epstein for some reason. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein apparently has a great art collection. What? I'm the asshole? No, I don't think so. <laughs> can I make death jokes about Jeffrey Epstein? Is I that think okay you now? Can make whatever <laughs> death jokes you want about that one. <laughs> No one's going to defend his honor, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get any hate mail on that one. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the QC's dropping their other their other compilation album. They're fucking spending a lot of money on that rollout. I saw a huge, I saw like two billboards on in Hollywood on Tuesday. They took over, what's the caddy corner from Avalon? That Well, that's their distributor. Oh, it is? Yeah, the Caroline and um, Capital is obviously in that building, so... I think that's a that's a fairly cheap one compared to the other ones in Hollywood. Sure, but the last one was a big album. I mean, last year it's got all the hitters on it: Little Baby, Migos, Travis. No, Travis Scott's not on QC. Why is that on here? Features. Yeah, uh, I'm like that's that's a pretty heavy nameless list. Though, yeah, features, but they do. Like, I mean, they do. It's like it's Yachty. It's, it's that's what it is uh, now, dude. You know, hip hop has kind of taken a page out of dance music's book. Yeah, in the sense that dance music always gets like a used to get a ton of remixes by big guys where they would trade remixes. These guys just trade features so now. Yeah, just jump on. Yeah, the other... Jeez. No, you're absolutely right. It really is turning into to dance music, which was funny because it came the other way first. But anyways, um, Young Thug, another... He, is he the new future? We're about to get three releases from him within a one-year span. Uh, Young Thug's releasing so much fun on August 16th. Ah, uh, I mean, maybe I didn't know we needed another Young Thug album. I didn't either. Maybe a couple more uh, Elton John features. I actually didn't mind that one. I know that you, was a cool you, song. That, that was, was cool that song. song was dope. That song was cool. We'll see. Uh, it was it was cool, but 
if that would have been like the fifth song on the old only album he released, it would be better. Mm. You know? Um I am super hyped on the uh the next name you're about to list. The Nasef Ferg. Floor Seeds. You're hyped. And and I I I, I do love Ferg, but his last album was trash. <sighs> Ferg, you know what's Ferg to me is um he's like the newer version of Rick Ross. Like the just the way he yeah, Rick Ross flow. has way more hit, had way more hits out of the gate. Ferg's biggest mm. hits are on features. Yeah, but he but that's the same with Ross. I we, love the way Ferg I love Ferg's flow. You put Ross on a feature and the song's automatically better. Yep. And that's the same way I feel about Ferg. It's like, okay, I'm gonna Well, and he's this. so likable too. He's just like <laughs> This is but I will say I we you've been banging this in the office for a while. That new Rick Ross album is definitely really, really good. Yeah, yeah. A little Port of Miami too. We'll get to that. All right, let's jump into it. ASAP Another sequel. ASAP to ASAP violence. We got an ASAP Rock verdict. He's back. He's actually uh, playing that that festival this weekend. In Long Beach? Yeah, yeah. Oh, ASAP, uh, shut up hot streets? Or? Hot streets or blood in the streets or garbage. Like, dude, there's like another fucking festival every weekend. Every, it's, what it, the fuck, it was, dude? Crazy. It was it's more like playdates for adults. It yeah. was more, yeah, with drugs. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, dude. It was more flagrant a few years ago, I feel like, but it's it's definitely, every summer now, there's multiple festivals in the United States of America every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. And it, it was that way in Europe for a long time, though. I yeah. was telling him before, like, there's festivals when at the peak of dance music here, there was festivals on a Tuesday in Europe. Yeah. They didn't do very well, but it was really weird that anyone thought that might be a good idea, that. I get they're out of school, but yeah, just something. I mean, <laughs> if I can, I like I. It just it feels like it gets so diluted. It totally does. And oh. Like that's like there. What the like? What's the excitement left? There is none. I mean, there's that's that, but that's the argument. We've kind of hit that mass saturation point, not only with festivals, but just it's what it's really done. The trickle down economics factor of it mm. is it's ruined the individual shows. Yeah, people don't pay if you can pay a hundred dollars ah. to go see. Well, hear me out real quick. People are less inclined, especially younger kids who have to make a decision. They don't have a ton of disposable income. Yep. They have to make a choice. Am I going to see 40 artists for 150 bucks, or am I going to pay 40 bucks to see this artist I really like? Yeah. And a lot of times they're going to pick the festival because all their friends are going to go to that and it's, it's a bigger deal. I, I think it's genre. Oh, sorry, are you done? No, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> are you? Are you, you are now? Uh, I got off no, my soapbox. I, do th I think it's genre specific though because like hip hop really needs festivals. Because hip hop tours suck a dick. Like yeah. you can't, we've talked about this many times. Like even a huge art, like even Jay-Z needs to go on tour with Beyonce. You know, it's really hard. It, you know, Kanye can do tours. The big guys can do tours. Uh, you know, Drake goes on tour with Migos. Any other time, that's, those are two headlining acts. Agreed. Uh, so hip hop needs these festivals. Rock is still, we always knock on, on and we, we, it's wishful thinking that rock is back. And maybe it, maybe it's slowly starting, but like rock still crushes every other genre in touring, uh, in solo shows. They 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 crush a lot of that has to do with Heritage Jacks, of course. But still, yeah. uh, it's, a, lot of that it's has a better to do life with, experience. And you know, if you're over thirty, you make a decent amount of income. Definitely I'm, has something to do with it. I'm going to see the Rolling Stones next week. Yeah, I'm more interested in seeing that. Yeah, how much are those tickets? Not cheap. I think fifteen hundred a pop. <laughs> Jesus, man. Jesus, living it up. Not, not me buying. Thank God. Okay, so living it just up, keeping Keith Richards Father alive every fucking day. Fucking, I, I just paid for Mick Jagger's jumpsuits, dude. <laughs> yeah, my, I think my ticket went to buy an ounce of cocaine for his cocaine habit. Oh yeah. Um, 
like no, but, but, but I'm not saying that festivals and I, to me personally, I'm not saying my personal taste is I'd rather go see one or two artists in a live setting where it's it's that artist at this point in my life. Yep. In my 20s, fuck yeah, I want to go to a festival and rage tits for three days. But yeah. I, I don't know. It's just sometimes you you miss stuff. I don't know. I, you know, it's We're kind of it's, in a weird place. It's weird for me. Is like anytime I've gone to any like festival like setting, and I almost make this argument for most outdoor venues. Like, there's a couple that do it well, but I feel like you get a loss of good audio. Like, it's just it's agreed. And I that really bums me out, especially for acts I'm really excited about seeing. And like, I've always been kind of a fucking weirdo in crowds. Like, I don't want to be touched or around people. But um, yeah, like that was one of the things. Like, I don't specifically love going to festivals, even like being out of your mind and having fun. The music drops off a lot, and then it's just like now I'm just fucking sweating with a bunch of strangers, and that's like <laughs> being in the sun at the gym, not fun. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. And I, well, well, I think it's it's a uh, it's like aging like wine, right? <laughs> I want my own seat. Yeah, it's the same reason I tell this guy is like. Coachella every year, like the further and further we go, it's like, man, it just seems like a mission. Yeah, man. Oh, and then, <laughs> I gotta really want to see something and want to like sit there. You gotta, you gotta be incredible if you're gonna make me go in the daylight at Coachella. <laughs> that, that is truth. You are speaking truth. Who would you go, like? Who would you go see dates? All right, Saturday, like five p.m. Who who would fucking bring you out? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. That's a good one. David Byrne played on Saturday at 5 p.m. <laughs> that I went to it. Uh, yeah, that. But that that's like pushing it though. Yeah, like it, it's da you know it's David Byrne. Yeah, you know like you I want to hear. Chance. You don't get a lot of chances to see him play. Yep. Uh, that's what I mean. All the acts that I'd want to yeah. see wouldn't play in the there anyway. Yeah, because they're in the same fucking. If I'm going to commit like, to nope. it, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm not baking in the sun. Yeah, that's that. Remember that one year you took your pregnant wife to Coachella. And she fucking handled business. Yeah, she and I was dead sober. It was actually and it was hot as shit. It was that, actually it was so hot. I take it back. Being at a festival sober is a lot easier to do the heat. Well, we artist passes and VIP. Yeah, that, that, a lot. that's a cheat yeah, code I mean, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on, I mean, yeah. Can I go in the AC? I'm gonna go now? eat this yeah. like this two hundred dollar vegan plate. Because like, oh, so I'm hungry between fucking DJ Khaled set and <laughs> some other dickhead. That's a good point because. When she was pregnant, I had like a pretty good cheat code. Hey, yeah, when you guys got to out. sit in like the handicap area too, because yeah. she was pregnant, so you got to sit in like oh, the, the raised yeah, yeah. front area. <laughs> it's a good. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that one. Glad we're keeping the show real relatable to people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peasants. Uh, well, I feel like I gotta explain myself, Jay. So I have a bone to pick with you. I feel like once again, shocker. I'm misunderstood. So. Jason and I obviously have a friendship outside of this podcast, mm. and we were at a we were at a friend's house on Friday night. We were shooting the shit, a lot of good, lot of good conversation. We we're arguing about music, which is something that's not limited to this podcast. Uh, and and uh, somehow it came up with Jason was like, "Oh, you have no idea how bad this guy is. This guy's so snobby about music. He's talking about me to somebody else. He makes it a point that when he does like something that I like." He gives me props on it. Like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> now, the reasoning behind that, and this is called me being self-aware, I realize I take up a lot of oxygen on this podcast. <laughs> There's not a lot of air left in the room. And I'm, I'm very opinionated, right? Yes. And you, when you, like, while well, you share Van Eaton as, a, as, a, as an example, yep. fucking dope, 17, one of the best songs of last year. You turned me on to her. Uh, the Blaze. 
Yep. yep. Still, the album's still in rotation for me. So fucking good, by the way. I just want to stop it. and make it a point and give you props. Like, hey, this is fucking great. Because I, there's so much shit going on at all times. All right. Like, I feel like I, I'm stealing your shine a little bit if I don't. Well, okay. Yeah, okay, you know, I back that. You're trying to give credit or credits to. Exactly. I and think, I get knocked for it. That's okay. my life. Story okay. of my life. So I, I Work apologize. Work life over here. Just so, fucking. <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> You're not getting laid tonight. I'll give you an HA later. Uh, I think it's because I'm so surprised when I get an actual compliment on the show <laughs> that I'm like a battered housewife. I'm like, oh my God. Is he fucking with me? <laughs> or is he serious? No, just so you know, I'm not saying like, oh my God, Jay, so you finally got one right. It's just like, dude, you fucking discovered it. Like, props. Is, yeah, props I know, but I'm saying it's so rare. You should compliment me more. So Which I is why loved. it's even more of an honor. <laughs> you know, when what? I do compliment you. I think I'm going to have to, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Camp Shane on this because like I, I know for me like I always have appreciated especially with you guys like Jesse if I need Owens new music yeah, got, <laughs> yeah, just, but like I know I've always been really grateful I'm like anytime like Blaze is a great example like hey I need some new music same I like it when it, my peers are like dude yep. that's super dope that you turned me on to this yep and right? you call it out and I think there's a really heavy with as much as you guys love music I think there's a really heavy appreciation Dude, maybe the delivery is not the best, but I think sure. he just—he yeah, just, just, is a whip, my delivery a might puppy. need work. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm telling no you. argument there. I'm you raise your hand to pet him, and he. I was so excited. Listen, when you, when you give me a compliment, I'm just so excited. I'm just so taken aback because I don't know if it's uh, sarcasm or not. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, gotta, I, I am dry. Yeah, yeah. I gotta wait like 30 seconds to see if there's another layer of that onion <laughs> to peel back. You, you dropped like you know? four bangers on me in the last seven months. We talked with Charmaine and the Blaze. I know there's another one. Oh, the dude, the uh, Chanel Trace. Chanel Trace. There's one more. Regardless, which think about the honestly the 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 gift that that is and the value that that is is because we live in an era where there's we have so much access to so much new fucking shit, and there's so much shit out there that when you have like someone who's out there sifting through the like the fucking trash and going, here's a gem, you should try it. Like that's a really valuable service for honestly. sure. And like, I definitely. That's we that's we huge. all we all have friends that'll hit us with like either, hey, have you heard this? And it's something that like, have you heard Astro World a year and a half later? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm not. Or friend. it's the or it's the one that it's the one that just has terrible taste. And you checked just, out like, the new Vin Diesel movie. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear this John Mayer album. Like I'm good. But you're you know it's, you're you're not one of those. Friends, I appreciate Chesa. you, dog. Gotcha, Shay. Those were moments. Seb. <laughs> I'm kidding, Seb. Seb's actually decent. Seb has great music taste. He's got great music taste. It's just his Netflix choices, and not so much. Man, if he's got that much time, dude. Like I heard Seb saw he Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other day, and he's like, Brad Pitt, that guy's going to be huge. He's <laughs> <laughs> calling it now. That guy calling now. That guy's going to have a huge career. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Tom Cruise, save. I'm still mad at him that I didn't mow my lawn instead of watching Safe. That oh my day. God. I'm what never a, letting him forget that one. What a terrible choice. I got to give a shout out to both of you guys on the Tom Cruise um, Top Gun call. So from like a couple shows back, I'm sitting listening to the cast. Big work. deal when that trailer dropped. Yeah. And I fully forgot to watch the trailer and I was listening to the show and I was like, oh shit, I need to watch this. And you guys had described it and I'm literally <clears> watching it as the show's kind of, you guys are progressing and describing it shot for fucking shot like <laughs> savants. Like it's kind of weird, but it's Oh, fine. I could do a whole hour podcast just on that trailer. Oh my God, that's literally. true. Like it was gave me chills and it was literally you guys were hitting it verbatim. So well done, guys. And quickly on that note, yeah. found out today there is a beach volleyball scene in the new there is a Well, and even better, our boy Jaso got married to the fucking Top Gun theme. God 
Got Damn, out of, rolled out of a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. That's fucked up. Bonner didn't get invited. That's I, terrible, know, dude. Next Must time. have got lost in the or, mail, huh? Not next time. It's probably Bonner. Well, I don't Must have an address right mail. now. Yeah. That's fucking beautiful. Like, it was. Just, he, he, dude, the guy you. had a helicopter. He was in a helicopter and landed. Fucking top guns on. This guy's his hair is all flowing perfectly and shit. Yeah. Jesus, man. Was, I know. It was a good day. Be you when and I grow then, up. And then he gets to go to a $1,500 seat Rolling Stone concert. It's a good life. Yeah. It's yeah. a good life. You helicopter into I'm that I'm done too. giving you compliments. You have a too good of a life. <laughs> if only I could pay for these things myself at some point, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's better when it's not your money. Uh, so we had a little controversial list hit the, uh, hit the old internet waves last week. I don't know where it came from, but this thing has gone as viral as viral can go. Uh, naming, listing like the best, uh, the best lyrical hip hop artists of all time. Um, First of all, full disclaimer here. Every time anyone makes a list, no one's happy. There's no winning these things. Any list by any publication ever. Mm, this one is- could have done a lot better than this one. Especially flagrant. I'll let you jump into it, but- So, the, the- <laughs> No, I'm going to just name off a few of the contentious ones, but just to give you a baseline for this, Jay-Z is listed at number one. While you could agree or disagree with it, it's it's like it's Jay-Z. It's kind of a common ground. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Nas number two, which is a strong number two. You could even argue Nas, Nasty Nas would be number one. Um, here's where it starts getting a little weird. Joe Budden, number three. Just- Styles P, number four. Fabulous, number six. No, don't get me wrong. I fuck with Fabulous. I fuck with that 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 uh, Tamiya remake that he did. The re- I'm so into you. I fuck mm. with that shit. But fabulous, in six the top all 10, time. I put fabulous above. J- J- that's the fucking dipset guy that gets in there. That's above Jim Jones and Cameron. Get the fuck out of here. Or uh, Biggie or Tupac. Yeah, yeah, big. Uh, yeah, I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Biggie's number eight. <laughs> yeah, Tupac. Where's Tupac on Tupac this list? Tupac is fifteen. Tupac is fifteen behind Redman. The fucking yeah, that's the, the like the fucking the guy that couldn't even like he's terrible. He was like the the redheaded stepchild of Wu Tang Clan. So <laughs> this leads me, this leads us to the to the question, and I don't know if you had time to put thought into this. I haven't, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna riff it. What would be your top ten? I think we collectively need to put that top ten together right now. And this is this is songs. This is lyricist. So we're going okay, real quick. We break this down. I think maybe we lyricist nominate or flow. Flow, both. Yeah, like Nas, Nas is the perfect example, right? So here's you know here's 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 my delineation. Pac, really good lyricist. Biggie had a better flow. Mm. Yeah, I go flow maybe. So I go flow. That's because yeah, because like, flow's got a little bit more commercial appeal. But I mean, you have to take both of them well, into consideration. That's, yeah. that's be the like, thing. You kind of have yeah. to like. It's like a weighted it's like average. The, it's like the dunk contest. You got to judge. Yeah, it's on a multiple weighted guesses, average. Okay, you know? fair enough. Um, let Let's leave Jay Z at number one just for the sake of. Uh, of not getting into a two-hour argument about the number one. I think it'll make everything else easier. Okay. Uh, do we like Nas at number two? I don't know if he'd be in mine. He's, he's no. in the top 10. I don't know if top he's my number two, though. Not number two. Wow. No, really? No, no, no. So you're going to move, I'm going to guess Tupac or Biggie up to number two? I'm going to put Pac at two. No, I don't know I'm if I put Biggie go. at three. I'm going to put Eminem uh, somewhere Pac in the top 10. Pac does not get above Biggie. You're out of your mind. You know what's funny is I like Pac more, it's but I would put Biggie West higher West. on the list because I think Biggie was a, arguably just a better rapper. I agree. Like better showman, better every. I, I there were. I mean, Pac is amazing. Oh, one thing I'd like to preface of this list: Kanye West isn't on the top fifty rappers of all time. 
Which that would honestly that pissed me off. I'd throw I'd put Kanye <laughs> Kanye hits my Kanye's top ten. Kanye's got to be top ten. Kanye has my top ten. <laughs> That's and what like, I'm saying. You got to put Kanye in the top ten. So I, let's I, go this. Let's go Jay Z number one. Let's go Biggie number two because Bonner and I are gonna outvote you on that one, Jay. So we'll go Tupac sure. number three. Number four. Let's go six. Four, five, and six can just be each of us get a pick because I have a controversial one that I'm gonna throw in the top six. I'm wondering if our controversial one might be the same. Okay, might be. This is a weird one. I'm going to argue that Common should be higher, but he shouldn't make the top six. Common should no. be in the top 10, though. I'm going to I'm gonna argue that part. But he's not going to get my sixth spot. I don't care where you put him, but Kendrick belongs in there. Okay, but if we're, if we're going four, five, six, Eminem has to be that's, in thank the top you. five. That's, that Eminem would be my, like, that would be are, my next. You guys are trash. You can't argue yeah, what the like, 90s. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't think Eminem is like, I, I just don't think he's that good. I really don't. But that's personal taste versus actual one of the greatest rappers of all time. And again, I don't that's, really, I don't care for his music. He's just a, he's a fucking good rapper. Yeah, but that applies to a lot of people. I mean, ugh. God, I'm really sure. So Jason's going Eminem. Who are you going with? That's who I was going with, Eminem. Oh, okay. Like that was, that's, that's what I thought your like dark horse was going to be, but ironically. So. It's no, really my hard. dark horse is very dark. You know what's weird about this list? There's a lot of guys that I want to put in there. That came out wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of guys that I want to put in this list. That have just had like a root. They should have stopped rapping a long time ago. Yeah, and they you have to. I guess you're there. gonna have to grade them on Prime, not their entire career. Like, how did I don't know? How did Fiddy make the list? But fucking, but Kanye's, but Kanye's not, not on there. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's there's some, but also I want to give whoever did this because there's some there's some gems on here. Yeah, like Prodigy Eric, at 29. Eric like B that, and Rakim. Eric should. B and Rakim. You know, I think Kendrick at 10 is actually pretty fair. Uh, as much as I love Pusha T, I wouldn't put him at as high as 13. No. Uh, Lupe Fiasco at 20. I mean, those are a little... Royce at 21. Get the fuck out of here with that one. <laughs> DMX should be in the top 10. Scarface. And I wasn't even thinking DMX. Dude, I'm sorry. Scarface at 16? What? Scarface is solid. Not a top 20 all yeah, time. Yeah, he's top 20. No Scarface is 20. So here's my dark horse. I'm counting his solo career. And his crew in Wu Tang. I'm going to say Method Man needs to be in the top. I was going to say yeah, no, I'm not mad at that. As, a, as a lyricist, he's got one of the most unique flows ever. He's and that's one guy that still is dope. So we're putting Kanye in here then, or is Kanye? Wow, are we not going to put Kanye in the top six? You, is that you're going to be your pick, Bonner? Oh no, Kanye. Kanye's top ten for me. I do from from Wu. I'd throw I'd throw RZA on there. I really like. RZA's I like RZA, but I'm counting. I don't know if you could put him in the best of all time. Yeah, as a lyricist. Wu-Tang is top 10, no question. Yeah, Wu-Tang as a a collective. But that's why why I think Method Man would inch into the top six for me. I think you leave Rakim in the top 10, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not bad at that. Jadakiss, I love Jadakiss. He's great. Never had hits, though. He can't can't go there. He can't go there. He's he's a legend, but he never had hits. Is there anyone new that we want to put in there? Is Kanye the newest one we're saying? Kanye would have to be. Kanye has to be in the top six. Like, I'm gonna, see, no, I'm going to put this there's out there. no world. I'm going to float a little controversy. You know, Big Sean would make the top 50 for me. I I know. No. Look at me like I'm fucking nuts. The guy's amazing. You're out of your fucking head. The guy's fucking amazing. He is, amazing. but top 50, you're out of your head. All right, I, where, where are we at? Six? We got seven, eight, nine, ten to go? Uh, let's stop at six. Let's just get, because otherwise we could go for hours on this All one. All right. Well, last thing I would well, say but, is- So, I'd, Bonner, are you, throwing, are you throwing Kanye I in put your Kanye, slot? Yeah. So, we're going Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, Tupac, Eminem, which is a controversial pick from me. Controver- yeah, it's controversial. Like two out of the three. You it's just controversy because you don't like it. You're saying, where, where, how about this? Where does Eminem land on your top 50? In the top 20. But not, in, no, like That's between 10 and 20. Between 10 and 20. 
I put most you death above them. I put Common above them. I go. I know, put. I mean, I obviously put Kanye above them. Let me look in the. How about this? I'm sure I can find three rappers in the 26 to 50 range on here that would be better than than him. Big, eh, big boy. I won't put on there. Andre 2000. I would put on there above him. I'd put. Uh, oh man, Lil Wayne. That's terrible. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Big pun. Big pun had one fucking song. Yeah, literally like, like I, literally one yeah. song, and he died from eating. It's it's really hard for me not to put uh, the game forty five. I'm putting. You know, I'm, I, go, I go game higher. I you I go higher. higher. No. Game, game fucking spit, dude. He um, does, but no. I go Kanye 50, top five. Fifty goes above the game. I'm yeah, putting, Kanye does need to be in the top five. I don't care. Top five, dude. I'd give you DMX in my top ten. DMX should definitely be the top And 10. Snoop in his prime was top 10. But anyways, 10. Yeah. Joe Budden at number three is just <laughs> fucking silly. <laughs> and I, I'm a fan of Joe Budden, what he's done with his career as a media personality. And Pump It Up is a jam. Every time it comes on, it makes me smile. But it's like, that's all he's got. Uh, the Some context to this list. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes going around there. How much did Joe Budden pay someone to make this list? Yeah, I saw that. He, he, he was funny about it. The great, the great call on that is like, that even if he did pay someone, he's still, that's as high as he could get. <laughs> He'd be like, it wouldn't be realistic. Yeah. yeah. I know, dude, Joe Budden Three. above. <laughs> I mean, even Black Thought on here at five, I'm not even really, met. like there's an argument to be made. Like the roots are, you know, like that's, there's an argument to be made at Black Thought at number five. Joe Budden, fabulous, Jadakiss. Like that's fucking crazy. That's fucking weird. You got Jay-Z at number one, huh? No, he's not. I don't, but I think it's like an, it's not a controversial pick to put him at number one. Yeah. There's nothing to really argue about. I know, but no, I don't. It's like the most political. I put DMX above Jay Z. It's the most political so you've ever been. Like, you've, like, the, the most, like, making sure people are just happy. Minus his Eminem thing. <laughs> yeah, one for them, one for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little finance. A little finance, shall we? A little commerce. WeWorks, you're going public. Chase loves WeWork. Huge fan. I love writing the check every month. So for those of you that don't know what WeWork is, it's this, uh, it's, I feel like though it's not a tech company, it feels like it's a part of that boom a little bit. Like it's, it houses tech companies. It houses yeah. tech companies. So WeWork is essentially <laughs> these dudes that have this idea of, of basically creating shared workspace, a shared workspace. Yeah. A, a hotel, but with offices that you can't spend the night in. Yep. You technically could. I don't think there's actually hours Dude. where you have to leave. But it's pretty uncomfortable. You'll be grossly overcharged. You'll probably stay at the Four Seasons for cheaper. <laughs> it's um, see, initially, so there's there's conflicting arguments here. Initially, the concept was genius to me because I thought they owned the property. Correct. So I thought it was McDonald's model. Yep. But apparently, they don't. They lease the buildings. They build these and building so them out is insane. So we confirm that they lease the buildings. I don't know. Well, so they were they they're releasing an IPO. They operated at a $1.9 billion loss last year, and they've already lost $900 million this year, and we're in August. Dude, how do you lose $1.9 billion and uh, still be a functioning company? Because they keep they're getting, nice. They're, they're classy. Because I think they keep- Because they have kombucha in their, in their, so my in their theory, lobby. My theory on the whole thing kombucha is that- Kombucha fucking ramen. That they're operating because they, the, I have carnal knowledge here. They're, they, they ask for large- Deposits. Crazy deposits. Oh, yes. Yeah. For a like desk and a chair. Legal. Like it's like for a desk and a chair, a deposit's like two grand. So I think they're inflating their numbers with that, which obviously they're supposed to pay that. I don't even know how you lose a deposit in there unless you throw a fucking chair through one of your glass windows. 
It makes no sense to me. Guys, I wonder what they're going to hit the market. Note, fun fact about throwing, I threw an axe through a window last night. Keep going. Through a WeWork window? No, through the <laughs> Kenwood Estates window. Yeah, you've been going, I heard that you were just fucking slashing the walls. Yeah. and Why? They're we, bulldozing we, it, basically. They were asked, I was asked oh. to move out and didn't get my check in time. And yeah, so, so Bonner has had the luxury of living in this place that um, the only place in Costa Mesa that didn't know how much rent should be. <laughs> Literally. He's paying 1989 prices on a fucking <laughs> huge one bedroom. <laughs> yep. And fucking. So were you asked to throw an axe through there? Was it for funnies or? No, you know, sometimes just, they, I was, uh, I, we didn't ever pay the deposit. So like I when we moved in, it was just like, yeah, sure. It was our friend's aunt. Who and they paid it. you to move out too once you had the, that yeah, check. Once, what are you going to do? Yeah. So we I decided to throw an axe inside and it rebounded off and went through a window. So. Are you sleeping there again tonight or no? No, I'm, oh. uh, I'm not. You're, you're in that hotel life? You're in WeWork? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to go to that WeWork. See if I can break a chair or a desk. I hear they're good with the public. So, Jay, so uh, yeah. buy or sell WeWork? I'm not buying the IPO, dude. That's no. A God, no. That's a popsicle stick house. Here's what I don't get without it as an IPO, too, is because it's a business model. Like, There's no IP against it. You can't like... I could come in and go... I'd you know be what? into it. Like I said, I would be all in if they owned the fucking property, which... Doesn't make sense to me why they don't. It doesn't make sense as a business model if you don't because they sound terrible with fucking money. That's well, why. and there's there's it's like what? the fun. This is like part of the fundamental issues just with the market period. That 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 this is even a conversation. These well, guys could burn through two billion dollars last year at a double digit at a double digit and decline, launch an IPO and launch an IPO. Year? Yeah, yeah. It's well, a that's buy. like the people were like. And you're talking about. I mean, another thing that's killing them is their. They were kind of, I don't know if they were first to market or not, but there's 10 other options like this in well, Los what, Angeles right That's now. what I'm saying. It's like you can't have any Tons of shared intellectual property against it. So it's like, what do you, like your idea is not creative. It's a branding play. And then it's when, after brand, it's going to go down to a dollar play. So now we're going, who's going to be the, you know, best in terms of like price. And when you go down to that, it just becomes a low ball thing. And then it won't work anymore. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. This one... I mean, this this all of this comes on the heels of the fact that the stock market took an eight hundred point hit today. Yeah, which is the largest hit in a very very long time. Um, Uber lost one point eight billion last year, and Lyft lost nine hundred eleven million last year. Which the the fact that Glass the, House there's something that is weird to me that Uber can't hasn't figured out a like a sustainable model yet. Uber is crazy to me that they would operate at a loss. I mean, what is your, your overhead is nothing. You yeah. don't pay for the cars. You don't pay for gas. You pay the drivers based on the rides they get. Yeah, like how, what am I missing? Where's your money? You don't pay them anything. They're all contracts. Can someone? Market, marketing, probably. Marketing yeah. and marketing and- Dude, you burn and through nine, you burn through what? 900, sorry, 1.8 billion? Are they oh. secretly taking out like five hour ads during the Super Bowl that but we just started wearing? But this is like, what happens with these bubbles. This is exactly why they're bubbles. On I mean, you're, channel. You're, yeah. talking about, you're talking about like way, way, way inflated salaries, costs, like benefits that like all seem like great ideas, especially if you're an employee and you get those types of things. But there's a shelf life and all this and we're always surprised when they don't work out. You would think so. Uber has had a, Fuckload of bad press over the last yeah, couple of years. A ton. Do you remember the Australian thing when they yeah. were charging five x when there was a shooting in uh, Sydney? They were charging five times the rate to get people. People what's, were trying to get out. What's wrong with that? 
They were trying to say it was sounds like, sounds like, grind, good, sounds like good business. To and me. instead of Damn. apologizing, I feel like his argument was like, "Oh, this we felt like there'd be more drivers that would come down there if it was five x pricing." <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> that's it. That's a good spin. Great spin. That is that, honestly that's amazing. That is some someone deserved a raise for that Serious. fucking call. Whoever whoever PR. We work maybe needs to hire Uber's PR person <laughs> yeah. because whoever put this press release out about this IPO offering needs to be fired. I heard it's Donald Sterling. <laughs> oh man, solid play. Uh, we got some more Jay Z news, uh, dude. Uh, talk about a busy motherfucker. Uh, so Jay Z's just need to deal with the mm -hmm. uh, National Football League, just small little organization out of New York. Heard of him? Uh, he's. It's unclear what his role is. Essentially, it's he's going to work as kind of a consultant slash ambassador for the league, right? Work with player relations. Yes. Kind of just, I think it, to me, what this feels like is like, hey, let's hire a black guy. Yeah, it's the it's <laughs> well, feels like such a fucking let's hire a black guy that other black move. people like. Mm, I'm see, I have I have a huge problem with the internet freaking out about this move. I feel like we're at this place, and I'm going to fucking get on my soapbox again. I feel like we're at this place uh -huh, right now uh -huh. when these things happen. That obviously the Kaepernick situation. LinkedIn. I found out some news recently that uh, Kaepernick was actually invited to the White House, and Trump said, "Put together a list of people you'd like sentences commuted, and let's let's work on this." And he denied multiple times the invitation to come and get some shit. I'll done. tell you why though, but so, it makes sense to me though why he didn't go. Right, and it's for personal gain, which Correct. is why I have a problem with people saying this is stupid for Jay Z to do because Jay Z is considered a community leader. And why wouldn't I don't you think want this is, someone? Honestly, I don't. I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't think that this is on Jay Z at all. No, this it, is, I think this, this is, is just like an obvious, like lame duck, like a bunch of rich white dudes sitting in a high rise, going like, "Hey, who's uh, that guy? Jay Z is pretty hot. Other black people like him. He has dreads." The yeah, league's also eighty percent black, I believe, yeah. eighty or ninety percent black. I mean, why wouldn't you want someone with the influence and power, such as Jay Z, to be able to get in front of these guys and actually affect change? That's my only so, argument. Sorry, if Bonner, you don't ahead. have well, the conversation, nothing's ever going to get done. I think Shane and I are on the same page. I don't think what Shane was saying that it was a bad move for Jay. I think we're both agreeing like we're in the same position. We yeah. fucking jump on that tomorrow. It's Absolutely. more of just like this feels like one of those things that they were like literally. It's a PR we just, move. Yeah. That's I, how, this is actually really risky for Jay-Z to do. You think so? I'll tell you why is because to finish, I think where Bonner's going with this, this is Jay-Z, one of Jay-Z's many opportunities and, and he's really good about this to put his money where his mouth is and actually get something done. Get inside the curtain a little bit and possibly help with player relations, work with these things. Supposedly he did talk to Kaepernick about this. Um, and let's not forget though, Jay-Z is a perfect example because he had a sports agency. Yeah. He still does. He has people signed to Rock Nation that are Correct. athletes. He has more skin in the game than anyone else I think from at least the hip-hop community. That but if Jay-Z misses on this and the NFL continues his business as usual. And let's just say Jay-Z is a part of the NFL still and another Kaepernick scenario happens, which likely it will, um, where more people get railroaded and it's, this yeah. is, it's the same old story. There, there is a narrative where Jay-Z uh, can get, there's, there's verbiage that I'm not allowed to use, but it's a, it's a very popular book from, that uh, might have to do with an uncle. That that that, yeah. and, uh, that I would imagine would be would be mm. could be very damaging to his brand. Um, so this this will be interesting. I, I from a I'm a Jay Z fan, I guess. Like from 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 that standpoint, good for him. Like this is an opportunity to try to do something. See, uh, I think I think you're right in what you're saying, but I think the only thing it hurts is Jay Z's street cred, if you will. And I don't think Jay Z's at a position where he cares about that. 
He doesn't. Because Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's a business Jay-Z's a mogul. man at this point. He's exactly. a mogul. He's and, Jay-Z and, the mogul, not Jay-Z the rapper. But I think he's though. somehow figured out, similar to the way Diddy did, uh, like the, the mogul aspect is part of his street cred now, though. Yep. It is. It's, yeah. it's he's part of it. They're one in the billionaire same. Now. Because honestly, yeah. it's, it's like we always joke about. It's like, how do, how do superstar rappers mature into their 40s? Well, that's kind of how you do it, right? Yep. You, can you can't do a feature write, now you can't and really then. do shit about yeah, you like, can't shooting talk about people or selling crack. drugs yeah. or yeah. you know you can still talk about slapping those cheeks because we know he's getting that Beyonce but, those those Beyonce cheeks to slap but still but to your point you're 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 absolutely right this is a totally PR move it's not lost on anyone including myself that the collective bargaining bargaining agreement expires at the end of next season yeah so this is for sure a play into that to try to get some goodwill with the players get the owners side tell them hey look we're doing this. You know, he said he's come out since uh, he's gotten a lot of hate for this and said he's spoken with Cap. Um, I still think Cap missed the the, the opportunity to to actually affect some change. And hopefully Jay-Z is the—I I actually believe well, Jay-Z could— It's how you look—it's all—I think he missed the short term. Uh, I think if he—he's going to—he's going to continue, and and the longer, I, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, t- time goes by. History is going to look back at, at Cap—at Cap, sorry— as a, uh, I do want to talk about Death Cab though. Uh, <laughs> a, a cab as a, you know, he's as, as meaning something more than maybe actually happened. A, a rep, like a symbol, more more or less. He is a symbol now, but yeah. I mean, he'll he'll be he'll be yeah. inflated with time. His like his legend will grow for sure. Correct. Because remember the knock on Cap at the time when when all this shit first started, when the knee hat, when the knee went down and he got he started the, like the very first year before things kind of avalanche. Yeah. yeah. People were like, well, the problem is it's Kaepernick. That's not the right person to be doing this. Yeah. He's not the right, correct representation of this. Obviously, you know. Uh, I disagree with that line of thinking though. I mean, that, I do too. I'm saying at the time, that's what people were saying. Right. That's changed quite a bit. I just feel like with, with Jay getting into this, I, I feel like at some point they're in it, like the NFL will try and use him as a scapegoat. If something goes wrong or doesn't work out. Look, we tried this. Yeah, no, like we we, we, we tried to do our part and mm-hmm. it's like, like, but I, I Jay, really, Jay will be fucking fine. Like, man, I really think it's going to go right. I think it's a perfect fit. I think he has all the ties to a lot of athletes. Yeah. So what's the metrics for success for him though? That's the other thing. You could spin this any direction. I think if he is involved, he ends up taking on, Goodell's job. Like, you no, know, I think <laughs> that, that would be nice. <laughs> That'd sure. Be I, I, it's not about a, a black, uh, a black commissioner would be huge for the league. Yeah. It would, it would show a, a a lot of progress, I feel like. I don't think it's going to happen. They just renewed Goodell's contract. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I do think if he has any influence, the entertainment thing is whatever, but if he has any influence on the negotiations of the next CBA, if they get to a place where the NBA is at, where it's 50% players, 50% owners, yep. and they can negotiate maybe, which what apparently what the players always want, which is uh, to not enforce marijuana as, a, <laughs> yeah. as an issue, which is ridiculous at Mind this point blowing, right fucking come on who cares like why do you care like josh gordon got suspended for what 24 games now because of weed uh um, not just weed gordon had a lot of alcohol other buis mm-hmm. uh, and then other stuff he did yeah. i thought it was yeah. mainly weed yeah i mean weed was a large part of it he had heavy some abuse issues but uh, i mean Shout I know what to, you're shout saying. Shout out to Josh Gordon. I know what you're saying. I really don't think this can land bad on Jay. He's earned no. so much goodwill. Eh. I don't know if it can go bad. We'll see. It's a risky. It's a ri- risky proposition for. Him. It's definitely not a win-win scenario for him. No, it's it's definitely smart. But move I like by this man. NFL, I mean, it's a good bold he, move by him. Uh, he said like he's he's shown time and time again that he's willing to uh, to not sit in an ivory tower 
and he got his hands dirty. And I like that. Good for him. Agreed. And he's smashing Beyonce. Yeah, he's getting his hands dirty in Beyonce. <laughs> smashing Beyonce, cheating on Beyonce, getting beat up by Solange, and then smashing Beyonce again. <laughs> Back to it. Love me some Solange, too. Uh, let's talk porn, because porn's fun to talk about. Mia Khalifa. <laughs> I might or might not have heard of her. Uh, <laughs> a porn star. My friend told me about her. A retired porn star uh, came out this week that she only made $12,000 during her porn career. Uh, if you actually haven't heard of her and you're not yeah. <laughs> and you're not lying, uh, she's crazy popular to this day. I don't think she's done porn for a few years now. I guess no. she was Pornhub's uh, number one search porn star. Is that is that real? I mean, I, I believe that. That's not surprising. You think? Um, She's she famously was, she's lit, lit millions of athletes up for sliding in her DMs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and then if you remember, she did uh, like one of her first big scenes was pretending to be a Muslim girl in a in a full headdress. Yeah, and yeah, a full burka, yeah. And she was like getting like death threats and like real shit. Uh, but she's like she's she's spun it into like a very healthy career and in in uh, what she had that show. Like she, it didn't become a, okay, no no no. Okay. Well, I mean after yeah. I know. yeah. She had that show on on Complex for a while. She, I think, she does stuff for Barstool. I mean, she's yeah. I, I follow I follow her on Instagram um, and Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> it's social media, right? Why are people shocked though that <laughs> Pornhub? It's social media. Pornhub, it's social media. Why are people shocked? So why are people shocked that she only made twelve grand? Porn is not about shooting scenes for. Especially nowadays, it's not. You don't make that much money. How about this? The money I is not this. made in porn. I got. I have a funny story. So when I was like 19, I used to my first job as a as a uh, as a waiter at a at a restaurant. Uh, There's a girl there that super wholesome chick, whatever, ended up doing a porn scene. I can't remember. You've definitely heard of this series, but it was like a it was like a newcomer series or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like this ugly white guy with a small dick. And uh, I thought we said never talk about this man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, and like it was like anal in the first scene, and she got paid. I think. Eight grand was what you got paid then, and that was probably two thousand, yeah, nineteen ninety nine. So that was when the internet still really wasn't a thing. You know, still was took it? a little while to download just a picture off the internet. Dude, dial up. Yeah, I was. You saw was the there. picture. You just wait for it to just slowly come down. Fucking Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, right there. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it up and shrink the window. So, and come back later. So that was when people were still buying VHS uh, or or DVDs or whatever the fuck was going on then. Um, nowadays, it's like the money's in. In in the, in, in the cam stuff and appearances and yeah. then stripping, obviously stripping. Stripping. and then being a being a an escort, um, so this isn't shocking to me at all that she only made twelve grand. I bet she made a little more than twelve grand. Yeah, because she's had to have done at least like a dozen scenes. There's no way yeah, she got like, paid a grand a piece. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks like an yeah. hour. Like, hey, here for the afternoon. Here's sixty bucks. But the porn part is you're right. It's basically like marketing. Yeah, it's it's, it's how you get your name out there. It's how you create the desirability. Yeah. Apparently, she's still one of the top-ranked porn stars. Yeah, five years after she's retired, not surprising. Who's a who's who's your guys go to? Like who's so, all time? All time. It's hard for me to say in all time because that's like kind of a revolving door. Uh, right? They they just keep coming out. You're like, well, this also, is a new you one every talk day. Like different stages of their career, right? Because some of them, <laughs> it's true. You know, and then they disappear, and and like that Lisa Ann, who was huge, mm-hmm. used to have you know. 
the, was the MILF. Yep. Now she's back in porn and her boobs are a lot smaller and it's it just weird. doesn't look good. It's just weird, yeah. You know who's aged really well for me? For me if we're in, I'm sorry, everyone, but you're yeah, going to get Just get on Did Janine Linmulder? The, the she, she, she hasn't done porn in a long time. But like when she was in her prime and then did the blink cover she's and so then good. like was after it. I was, I was, she's I, up there. She's I, up there, no question. I, I loved her prime albums and then it just like, you know, just like even and then when, she came back and started doing dudes for, for a minute, for a hot mm-hmm. minute. And then went to prison for tax evasion. I got one for you. Hit us. Brianna Banks. Oh, you just like her because because <laughs> your dad's movie that's coming out. Brian Banks. Oh. <laughs> Weird correlation. Weird correlation. Yeah, yeah Brianna Banks was, was good. I mean, honestly, any of those, for the most part, like Vivid had a couple classes that oh, yeah. were just like Taylor Hayes. Uh, dude, I'm not even going to say anymore because I know way too many porn stars. It's honestly names. like, we're like, let's do a top 10 list. Four hours later, do, we've got a top thousand yeah, yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But funny enough, and I don't remember if I've told this story on He doesn't want before. to out himself. <laughs> no, this is really funny. So you I've heard that porn star Caramia, the one that, mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. got, uh, that was that was boning Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. She's big. Uh, smoking hot, like bigger, thicker Latina. She kind of looks like Kim Kardashian. Uh, Love it. So she's like pretty flagrant on her social media about being an escort. Like, I'm in New York, hit me up for bookings, et cetera. Yeah. We had a buddy that was getting married and wanted to, we're, he didn't really want to do it, but we were fucking with him. We're like, we're going to get it for you for bachelor bachelor party. Yeah. We were thinking it was going to be pretty expensive. You know how much it was? Two Because I, I, I fucking emailed her and she hit me right back. Oh my God. I, I would I would have I gone above a thousand for sure. 1,200. That's not 1,200? 1,200. Now, obviously, I, I think that's like the entry level rate. Yeah. You, could do, you could do like the girlfriend experience or whatever, but I think 1,200 sure? at least gets you a pop. I mean, you're at okay. like, wink. Fuck, dude! Like it'd probably give like twelve hundred. You know, yeah, that's, that's what that's. I'll, I have the email still. How about that's that? Wild. See if I can uh, find it. Art, it's a screensaver. <laughs> Luckily, I did it from like my murder email, the one that I just yeah. only, like like sign up. Do her wasn't show the Jack it. Surfboards email official? <laughs> oh, there it is. Booking at gmail.com. Wow, that's a plug. You're welcome. Dude, she's not she's even trying to hide it. Even her email title says. Booking. Yeah. Why oh, should man, you know why should she up. girls hustling on the grind? Good for you. Incredible. Good for you, Kiara. Yeah. I can't find the email. Doing now. the world you're doing the world of service, you're out there doing the Lord's work. We, we see Oldest you. profession in the world, right? Hey, I support back, man. Wow, we have another porn topic, huh? Yeah. I'm trying just to keep find on this coming. Goddamn email. You're really excited about this. I dude, yeah. I remember I was so shocked should you add that it, it was to that the, simple. You I should add her to the uh, control forever mailing list. Oh that's gold. <laughs> so Just, shout out to the nasty man Lil D who we were gonna get it for who, who, we, who we never we never came to you know Lil D right Lil oh, D. Yeah. oh yeah can you imagine that one? Oh my god he would lose his mind fucking out of his <laughs> we need to get D on this podcast what we need to do um, <laughs> and then one more one more little caveat to that porn news uh, Bella Thorne is gonna be directing a porn for Pornhub uh, it's just you think she can go back to Disney? Does I don't <laughs> Does she, okay. She's not going to be in it. She's just directing it. Does she have directing chops? Is she directing? No, this is the first time she's ever directed. Do you anything. need directing you don't chops? Need, yeah, to make I was going to say. Uh, you, you know, yeah, yeah. You kind of because have you seen some? I mean, no, no, you don't. Explain You're it. right. Explain it. No, I can't go into detail. Have you have you stopped watching something because the quality of the uh, production was bad? Yeah. Did yeah. you see? Yeah. But real quick before we get off this yeah, porn I mean, thing, <laughs> did you see that girl from Boy Meets World is on? Is a porn star now? Topanga? Yeah, no, no not Topanga. Oh my God. The other well, one. I wish none Topanga. of us would be here. Like you would not see any man again. Like what happened to men? 
They never leave the house. Is there a plague? No, no, dude. Topanga into all is men. naked. There'd <laughs> be one photo. Guys disappear for three months. Yeah, Guaranteed. that would like it would that would sink the American economy, dude. <laughs> like World War Two. It'd be great. It'd be great for Kleenex and it'd be great for Postmates. Everything else would get fucked. San Francisco would stay productive. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> like it's weird. San Francisco's fine. Yeah. <laughs> West Hollywood's popping. West Hollywood's right? firing. Yeah, you know, I but I I you know I think the boys would even still go look too. Yeah, I think they'd appreciate like, it. She's just fucking hot. She has street cred, dude. She was fucking god. Probably still is. Good for her. But no, it's the redhead gal. Yes. Yeah, I've yeah I have seen. Maitland Ward is her name. Actually, she was kind of like she was a big part of that show. I didn't remember her from the show until I saw the picture. I was like, oh, that that one. Now I have a funny thing about this. I know I knew this. And I knew this about a year ago. Shout out to my buddy Joe who listens to the podcast. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. Joe. Because he actually told me about that. He's like, dude, you got to check out her Twitter account. So I did. So I follow her on my ghost Twitter account that literally is only for porn stars. <laughs> what do we tell? You know, we're in the tree of trust, right, guys? No one knows. Yeah, no one at oh, all. Oh, you're good. No, it's funny you say that because I, my Instagram, when I first got Instagram, I only got it to like, because that's, I didn't know what to do with it, it at wasn't first. Any, so what, it was we didn't know like, what the purpose was. I'm just going to, oh, hashtag big boobs. And yeah. like, you just start following chicks. Right. Uh, but nowadays, when I when I when I when I date, when I look for Mrs. Wright, uh, I've gotten called out like 19 times on on the people who I follow. Yep. Like I never realized that people go that oh. deep. Dude, they you don't have to go deep, dude. You know what weirds me? You can get blasted if you just you can see like if you follow someone, you can see someone will pop up in my feed. I'm like, why is this? And then it's like Shane X Gilmore is following. <laughs> but do you you know what creeps me out even more than that? Him and Mikey G, dude. Oh, well, dude, I'm not. And this motherfucker, yeah, no, every yeah. single time I come on a, a new chick, it's like, oh, Justin Botter. Yeah, yeah, like, right. Why is this in my search? Oh, just help, man. Three I'm of my boys follow yeah. this person. Yeah, yeah it's almost like instead of like, we don't need the, uh, the fucking check mark that verifies you as long as I see Just Bonner follows her, then I know that it's, it's legit. legit. Yeah. She's been vetted. You know, I'm doing the world a service. She's so been glad, vetted. No. By the way, her name is Maitland Ward. Yeah, Maitland Ward. A ginger, which makes it even more interesting. I would. We're getting creepy. We're getting so creepy. Yeah, sorry. That's wild, dude. Neon whack. <laughs> Neon whack. <laughs> On so many levels. I'm now I really want to know what Topanga looks like. Like today or yeah. just in general? Uh, it's, not, it's not as rad as you think. Today? Yeah, I've, I've seen not as right. Even well, if it's a ghost of what it was, it is as rad as I think. I could be wrong about that. I know I, about the sorry, location, guys. but I know that the rest of this is real. Uh, she was working, I think, at Nordstrom's in Fashion Island for or in uh, South Coast Plaza. This was fifteen years ago, but post Boy Meets World. Yes, was Topanga like a solid decade after Boys. Was Boy Topanga Meets World. that hot, or was it because she was so far out of his league? It, well, there's something about like she. I think at the time she that that show was out, she was like kind of a fully developed woman yeah, that was she, only 13 or whatever how old she was at the time. All right, well, let's not, get, get what you're, get well, what we Shane were, is we saying. Were, we were 10. We were age I'm, appropriate. I'm speak, yeah, I'm speaking okay. from the speaking context 10 year old of a, Shane of a 10 okay, year old. Okay, okay. Let's get off this one. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just hung themselves for us. Uh, let's uh, let's talk a little new, new music. We got a few releases this week. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Ross, aka Rick Ross. <laughs> I thought you were say Ross from Friends. Port of Miami 2 just came out. Pretty. This is kind of a fun album. It doesn't it's disappoint. Great. It doesn't exceed my expectations, but it's a. It's pretty fucking fun. This is a great album yep. to listen to while you're driving. Yep. A uh, ton Rick of features. Ross. Ross might have the greatest voice in the history of hip hop. Yeah. You could argue if you're arguing just flow. Maybe Ross could be in that top fifty somewhere. I put flow. Ross in the top yeah. fifty. Just flow. I mean, he's got some memorable fucking like yep. some bars. Jesus. Um, you know what? But I, I, the, 
when this Ross album came out, this solved a fucking, this solved a mystery that we've been dealing with for a while here on the podcast. And I wish I was here to, to discuss this. The terrible album artwork that we've been noticing, uh, like we always talk about Lil Wayne. Yep. Uh, we, who else was that has like really bad artwork? There was someone Drake. else that just came out. Yep. No, but it's very specific. So Rick Ross, new album, terrible album artwork. It's like, dude, you're probably, you're probably one of the biggest rappers like that's still in his prime right now. It's got to be a Florida thing. It's got to be Florida rappers. Oh, it's for sure a Florida thing. Come on, dude. Every every weird story comes out of Florida. Why I mean, would Drake's they, is bad. Why would the art wrong. be good? Drake's is really bad. It's just lazy. It just doesn't seem very... It's like, cool, you did gold foil again. Awesome. With a picture of him wearing a stupid necklace. It's it, like, damn, it's, dude. Where's 2019, Playboy? And all lined up. It's just fuck. It is weird. Drop five grand on an album cover, dude. Yeah, like... Go to fucking fit them or something. Like, find go on someone. Instagram, you could probably find fucking yeah. a, a better graphic yeah. artist than you're using. Check out Fiverr. Fiverr. <laughs> Check out Grinder. I think that's where he got it from. Is Fiverr. Check out Grinder. Um, and then we also got uh, my so far this year. This is my, this is my favorite newcomer in hip hop, and I say this with a smirk because Jaso is so <laughs> oh, mad about dude. this. We got a blue face EP. <laughs> the Tatiana rapper uh, gives us a, a seven track EP. Uh, Sick. It's dope, dude. It's called Dirtbag. It's a lot of rapping off beat. I, I'm so fucking charmed by this, dude. You're easily charmed. Just no, so not so, obviously. That's what's so hard for me to grasp with you. Because I like, I like doing this. I keep you on your toes. Because sometimes, like, you have great taste, and then sometimes you'll hit me with a fucking or my taste is blue face. Is, is so much above yours. And Blueface is this fucking. He's this beacon, damn, of light that's shining through into the hip hop world. Because I'm so bored with hip hop this dude. year. And Blueface is so entertaining to me. You guys remember at the beginning? This makes this? me think he would order McDonald's like Trump in the White House. Oh yeah, like when that's like Shane was giving compliments. My taste is so far above yours. See what I mean? That's, that's how the our, slander. Our, the, uh, that yeah. it's, you know, I gotta run it back. I gotta our, keep everybody. It's the same good. tone. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. same tone as the compliment. You don't. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta bring you guys back down. You're feeling good. Then we can start <laughs> talking about Blueface. <laughs> Can we not? Did you guys see the interview with Blueface with Big Boy where he's talking about how many women he slept with? A thousand this year. And he year. said a thousand this year. Which we did the math. It's like four it's impossible. a day. No, it's, it's literally like that's, that's a roughly, yeah, it's about three point a day. Like, yeah. He's a couple foursomes. The kid by yeah, he's a couple foursomes. I even had a fivesome. And he's like five chicks and just you. And he's like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Blueface. Yeah, Blue. Yeah, That would like, be fun. Nah, you didn't. I don't know. I man. think he probably had a five some dude. I you're think you're did. talking about ratchet ass groupies, dude. I think he, I think he had a five some, but I don't think he banged a thousand chicks. No, 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 in no, no, seven no, 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 no. The skin on his dick would be gone, dude. That doesn't even sound. Yeah, I get that bored. doesn't sound rad. No, like he would just. I, it's funny. I was. I, he'd be so dehydrated. Like I just picture like. I can't think of. I've, I don't think I've. Even sex. I don't think if I did it every day for two hundred and fifty days straight. I think I would, yeah, I, there would be like a breaking point where I'd be like, nah, I'm not you're today. Good. I don't want to have sex every day, period. That's what I'm saying. I know, you, you keep denying me. It's <laughs> made me sad. I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> grown-ass man. <laughs> he just wants to throw an axe through a window. Now, blowjob, though, that's a different, that's a whole different conversation. Well, you know, that's- But those are completely different conversations. Look, I don't want to have McDonald's every day, but if you say a milkshake every day, okay, well, I'll fuck with that. It's a milkshake real quick. I'm in. He's all the to the Oh man! And then we got, and this this kind of segues into our main into our main topic here. We got a uh, we got an album from Bon Iver. Aye, aye. I What's love our it. thoughts? Well, I think there's like two parts of this conversation. Let's talk about Aye, but then I think we need to talk about Justin Vernon and just where he is as an artist because it's kind of impressive. Yeah, holy fucking shit! Like, go back to when 
before Emma came out, you would have never thought that he would be who he is right now. Well, when he came out, he was like a, like a, he was like an indie reference. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, that bon, yeah. that Bone Iver guy. Yeah, like, how do you, Bon Iver, Bon Bon Yeah, no one knew how to say no it. No one knew how to say it. Still kind of don't. I don't really give a shit. Bon Iver, right? It's Bon Iver, I'm I think pretty it's, sure. Because it's a, it's a bastardization or bon Iver, of Bon Iver. Bon Iver or something like that. Or right at once. Whatever, oh, wow. we can call him Justin Vernon. Yeah. I love the album. It's actually one of my favorite, uh, favorite things he's put out. Added to the list of just uh, a really good B-plus rock album's uh, for people in their late 30s and 40s that have come out this year, <laughs> which I'm, that no one that no one on the age of 20 will listen to, I back it. But it's another but, album where I probably won't play more than three times. Maybe, maybe. hey, like Hey Ma, I fucking hey have listened great. to that. Like, and that's that's like this album for me. It's too, almost it's leaning too much into like let's just put some sounds here. It's cluttered. It, it feels, but then the he's also one of those guys who's a lot like Kanye to me where I've listened to something one the first couple of times and I'm like, I'm not there. And it's just ahead of where my taste was. And then I get to it. And that's where I'm like, I'm always wondering with this album, if in like a month, I'm gonna be like, fuck, this thing's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. Because it's- I think there's like all of his music, you, a lot of, le there's legs here. Yeah. This is an album that you're going to turn on 20 years from now. Yeah. And be like, oh shit, this is amazing. Yeah. And spent a whole night listening to it. Yeah. Uh, so he did a he just did a a, a cool little not little it's fairly long uh, feature on Pitchfork. He talked about Kanye. Obviously, Justin Vernon's been a longtime collaborator with with Kanye. Yep. Speaks very outspoken how 808s uh, influenced. Um, what was the album after uh, 22? The album after for Emma. Uh, the uh, it's one with Hall Hallowes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. The crazy weird artwork. Good artwork um, on that album, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, always great. Rock I like doesn't have a problem with our. Yeah, Rock doesn't have a problem with. Maybe Buck yeah. Cherry, <laughs> stains. Hey now, stain. Uh, he uh, Kanye got brought up in the conversation. Mm. Vernon, uh, I think, had a huge hand in not only contributing to uh, Twisted Fantasy, but in producing Jesus. Yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, two obviously great albums from Kanye. Um, Jason might argue about Jesus, but I'm with you on it. Good album. Um, and he he said about he said about uh, about Kanye, I can't really kick it with him anymore on a personal level. It's just the energy. Uh, Vernon tells me diplomatically, but I've got mad love for him, and we're still friends. It, <laughs> this was interesting because I didn't expect this from someone like Justin Vernon to say to be that outspoken. Yeah, like kind of be that matter of fact, and like it didn't seem this, like it seemed just kind of like authentic. Like, hey, dude, I love the guy, but he's out of his fucking mind, <laughs> which is what we all think. Yeah. The funny thing is, I don't, I don't think Kanye would. I think Kanye would hear that and be like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, totally," and, and leave it at that. For it just, sure, it just makes me think of the uh, the story that they told on Vice. What was it? The the uh, playing basketball with the Diane Word dude. Diane Word, yeah. ninja. Yeah, <laughs> I got to imagine it's a weird time having a having a day with Kanye. I love uh, be got, fun. Yeah, and but, uh, it would, but it'd be uh, weird. Yep. Something to remember. <laughs> it would be something to remember. Uh, we'll and get I, a story out of it. For that's like Willy Wonka. I wish Seb was here point. because I love having legacy conversations with Seb. But um, this is rad because I, th I this is this album and, and I I've listened to it half a dozen times probably. Um, it's so far to me. It's not doesn't hit the way his first two albums are. I think it's fucking fantastic. I love it, but it's not as good as those two albums. 
It doesn't have a Holocene on it. It doesn't have a no. Skinny Love. It doesn't have any of those songs on it. Have you ever seen the music video for Holocene, by the way? Yeah, man. Directed by Nabil. My boy Fuck, Nate. Have, part of it. If you haven't seen that video, like... It's amazing. Go watch that. Like, you'll want to go to Iceland. <laughs> fucking, like, you'll book a flight tomorrow. And, and have a little have a little son. The kid, the kid who looks like he's 40. <laughs> yeah. It's the weirdest fucking um, thing. <laughs> You're seeing in real time, like this is this is awesome because, like we talked about, there was a point where uh, Bonavere or uh, Justin Vernon was just like an indie reference for a sound, and he's kind of eclipsed any kind of a genre at this point. I mean, yeah. he's obviously rock, but like you can you could argue he's almost his own genre to a certain extent. Yeah, he's dude. Like it's one of those ones where, and so the last album, Twenty Two a Million, which he had a look. Twenty Two a Million. There you go. That, so that album, when that came out, that was one of the ones front to back. Like, I could listen to that. Mm-hmm. And I saw him right at, it was either the form, or not the form, sorry, um, the bowl or the Greek. And, like, I went, I was out of my mind. I had taken way too many edibles, and it started raining, and I happened to go alone because Molly, ex-girlfriend, couldn't come with me that night. And sure, that's what it, that's what you yeah, call no, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah extra friend. Yeah. Ah, this feels so good. Yeah, <laughs> it was um, edibles, I swear. Dude, oh fuck, that would have been a weird experience, man. <laughs> no, it was. I remember I was sitting there pouring rain, and I'm not the type of person who I take like fucking videos at concerts. I swear oh, that there's that probably guy? about an hour of video from me. You were that guy, and I'm just like, oh my, oh. But it's that's the thing with him, and I think he has. I don't. I don't think he's rock anymore, and it's a weird thing of like. I don't know what, because to me, I always think of rock's a mood I'm in. Like, if I'm going to listen to rock, I'm in that mood. Or if, mm-hmm. like, like, there's those things that when I put You got to be in kind of a mellow mood to listen to them. It's definitely not something you turn on at a party. No, not like, yeah. And but then, you could you could turn it in those type those types of kickback settings with anybody. Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna be okay with it on. And it's not, but it's not like fucking elevator music. It's shit that's like really good quality, has layers, has depth. And he's like, from a lyrical perspective, from just a, it's a, he's unreal. I trip out every time I hear him in interviews. His voice is so deep yeah. when he talks. It's crazy that he can manipulate his voice like that. Yep. That guy's vocal range is just, it's, it's out of this world. Quick side note to your story. <clears throat> Have you ever gone back and watched a video that you took on your phone from a concert? Funny enough. I, that's the only one I have because <laughs> it, was it was a whole concert. It, it would no, it was just it was that good. I mean, like I'm, a, I've been a very. I remember the first time I ever heard any of his music. I remember viscerally sitting in the back of an Insight van when I was working in um, a event one day, and I got stuck behind all the like the the event materials. Just literally on the seat alone, and the guy who was driving had a burned copy of For Emma, like right when it came mm. out. And I was just like, holy shit, like, I have to hear this. And then every album subsequently, it's been like, even the cover he did of what fucking Bonnie Raitt, um, yeah. I Can't Make You Love Me. Like, there's few songs where it's like, dude, you don't want to tread on that because that song was done perfect the first time and he fucking killed it. Yeah. Um, there's that, did you ever see, I always talk about those takeaway shows. Those Remember those takeaway shows that were huge, that blog attack yeah. thing or whatever? And they did the one with him where he sings Heavenly Father to just a single girl sitting there and he's, he doesn't have any instruments or anything. He's holding like a record, I think, and he yeah. just sings it to her. And it's like, it like brings tears to your eyes. It's like fucking just the power incredible. of his voice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, and that's where I think, so like that's, so going back to what you asked. Yeah. Like I actually have gone back and watched that a couple of times because like that concert was fucking moving and like, pr- like I go, I can, I can feel being in those seats again. Like I can feel the fucking rain that how, like all of a sudden started coming on. It was misty and then it like started raining. And it was like, shit. So that's, and you I, I think film the whole show is what you're saying. I didn't quite film the whole show, but it's yeah. I wish I had. I'm sure, the person behind you was super psyched. I did. I, you know, yeah. I have. A, I've got a you're bone. Fuck I got a bone to pick with the fucking people that go to the bowl. 
Like, I'm this, on the real talk, I was ready to fucking fight about four dudes at the Death Cab show at the bowl last weekend. It was a fucking like hipster. Over nothing? Over principles of shit. Who had man. the most over, patches over, on? Over oh, Birkenstocks? God, such dude. Well, we can get into that. We <laughs> it just fuck it. But that um, was better post uh, Postal Service or Death Cab for Cutie? <laughs> I, I, I did shout out Postal Service. Yeah, at one point. fuck yeah, good. you should. It Absolutely. Was so good. That album was so Absolutely. Good. One of the best albums. And I hope ever. they never make another album again. No, because no, it wouldn't be. It's fine. It, it would ruin it. Leave, it. leave it there. Um, yep. We talk so much about hip hop on the show and uh, to, to a point where it, it turns into like we're talking about like WWE or something. It's like the artistic quality of a lot of this shit coming out. It really isn't very high. Mm. And uh, it's rad, man, when these albums come out and you're just like, fuck, that's why I love music. Yeah. You know? No, but you, like, you think of the shit like he's done with Kanye. Like my one of my favorite Kanye songs is Hold My Liquor, mm-hmm. which he did. And it's like that fucking song in terms of build, like things, it's just such that like kind of like dark steady, but it... it you put him on anything, and I—that's one of the things I enjoy about him so much. Like you guys switched me on to Francis and the Lights, mm-hmm. and then what's the song? Very, Friends, Friends, yeah. Oh yeah, that he's on. Yeah, he's yeah. on that, and like he he's fucking on, dances. He's great that on that. Yeah, it's awesome. So cool. Well, and that's part of what makes him so cool. Like is those those situations where it's like Bonavere in a in a experimental dance video. Yeah, like, and he like pulls it off in like a weird way. Now he's obviously not nearly as good of a dancer. As as Francis Starlight, but like yeah, it's fu- yeah, it's just and it's just like, but he's doing it because he's an artist and he enjoys it and this is the shit that he loves and he doesn't look like a dickhead doing it. No, and like you don't question it and you're like fuck, like he's still like the guy's such a phenomenal and such he's such a phenomenal artist, such a talent. I think that someone who honestly has a lot of longevity, like cut cut to ten yep. years from now, I'll would still it's be listening. It's an easy his, bet. It's yeah. an easy uh, bet that he's gonna that he'll be around in. 15, 20 years. His 100%. career reminds me, there's musically, it's sonically couldn't be different, but uh, the similarities are very similar to me to uh, James Blake. Yeah. Where it's it's very indie. He's doing his own thing. You're really, really fucking hyping James Blake up with that comparison. Oh, James Blake's You're so much better than Boney Bear. I'm not even having this conversation with you guys. Not a question. You guys can be all in on this one. It's not even a question. No shit. Oh, it's not It's not close. People write in. I want, I want to know what your opinions are. I'm happy to have him right in. Oh my god! So, sorry, I can't talk. Yeah, I don't no, like even Shane, Shane I don't know. Dude, the they're moment. not even close. It's not close. He's he's phenomenal, but James Blake's way better. Maybe we're going personal taste at this point, but I don't even think it's close. As a producer, the only person that agrees with you is that is that crazy chick from the that show that he's dating that always posts about tummy tea and stretch marks. <laughs> Jamila, Jamila, or whatever. That's probably really the only person in this entire year. And she might even have issues with, with that. No way, dude. James Blake, first of all, has not had the career to compare him to. They're, James Blake is still like a rookie. Not a rookie. He's on his, what, his second album? Come on, dog. Second album? No, he's on his like fifth album. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time you turned James Blake on? James Blake plays in this office probably every day. And I turn it off. <laughs> no, you make me hate James Blake because he's not, he's good, but he's not, you're comparing him to Bonavere and it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm with Shane. I'm, I'm on camp Shane on this one. Thanks for coming, Jaso. Uh, Can we call Seb right now? Seb would kill you right four now. Four albums dude. in. Seb would murder you right now. I don't really care. You would definitely get it for fuck's sake. I really enjoy when you guys invite me on, onto the show because it's literally like spending a night at your friend's house when you're a kid and his parents start fighting and you're just sitting there going like, fuck, this is, this is good times. I'm going to, 
keep going though. I actually really do enjoy it. No, I, I've got nothing. I literally have nothing. I yeah, mean, I'm with you on that one. Commercially, if we're arguing, everyone seems to agree that it's about split. They both have the same monthly listeners on Spotify. They both have the same amount of tracks with- I don't care, dude. Walk, walk anywhere in the United States and ask 30 people who's better, James Blake or Bon Iver. It's going to be like 25 to 5. You know, okay. the, the other thing I like- Five I, people with good taste. I like about Bon Iver, um, is how much progression the, his music has had as well. Like you go back to the four album album to where he's at now. Like again, you're talking chess and checkers. Like James Blake is really good. Don't like no, he's super not. talented. But you're so off base on this one. But okay, <laughs> I don't want to argue anymore about this point because you're just wrong. So there's nothing really else to say. <laughs> Dude, you can't hear PJ right now. He's fucking livid on the other side. Yeah, he's fucking pissed, dude. Oh, you guys are crazy. Name one James Blake song. Don't look at your phone. I just looked at one. What's it called? Sim form. He struggled on that, dude. Yeah, yeah, you gotta think about it. You gotta think about it. Here's the fucked up thing. I don't know if he's right or not. I know. <laughs> it is right. I think that's the name of the album, isn't it? Yes, there's a song on there. <laughs> cheat to win, dude. So this is a, this is the final episode of Neon Black. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go jump. I'm gonna go stand on the runway and let a plane hit me. <laughs> I was late to uh, the Bon Iver train, but I don't think it's uh, for me. It's not close, and I don't want to hear you. Just well, like, just keep your, just keep you your ever, mic off in there, PJ. Have you ever listened to Forever for Emma Forever ago? Like like sit there and like listen to the entire album. No, but I will. He wrote that shit, and he had like mono. Dude, in, in a cabin in Wisconsin during a blizzard, like yeah. it's fucking crazy. What? But that 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 that's all cool. But the, the actual <laughs> art itself, like it's dude, unreal. The, wol the wolves, like oh, oh my, my god. god, yeah. Thank Ooh. you. Anyways, should I step out of the room so you can suck each other's dicks? Yeah, maybe. Okay, okay cool. You just listen, like, James Blake. More like slice our ribs. <laughs> fucking drink some Kool Aid and wear some Nike Cortezes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let's uh, let's look at the charts real quick. The it's. It's interesting only for two reasons. Uh, Drake just continues to flex and put it on Alma B sides and it charts number one at 110,000 units. It's, it's a really, I really enjoy, sonically, I really enjoy this album. It's dope. But even better, and this is, let's get back to a place where I can agree with Jason on something. Uh, <laughs> Tools, what is it, 1996 album? 1996. Just, uh, that's amazing. How do you, I, Anima, how do you pronounce Anima? it? Anima. 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 Uh, charts at number 10. <laughs> Comes in Enema. at 10 on the charts. <laughs> it's the first time since 2001 since they've had, and their new single is in the Great song. 100. Great song. Yep. 10, 10 and a half minute long single. Just a giant F you to everyone else. You know, and it's fucking rad. Well done fucking people. Like at least, cause they are so fucking incredible. So shout out to, uh, to our boy, Justin, Justin Suter, not Justin Vernon. Made a great, great, <laughs> uh, a parallel Friday when we were at that barbecue. Uh, he compared uh, Tool to where, where Tool's at in their career right now to, to kind of the the their, the newer version of Pink Floyd. And it was, when he said it, I was like, huh? And then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. Yep. Experimental music that has that has popular reach. With a just ridiculously loyal following. Yeah. yeah. Of an army of fans that will buy all the merch. Yep. Go to the show. Spend all of their money on it, and and dude, I mean, the last album came out in '06, I want to say maybe '05. It's fucking wild, dude. And apparently, it was over a dispute with their logo. The guy that designed <laughs> yeah. the logo, I think. I mean, that was probably part of it. I yeah. think part of it was just Maynard being Maynard. 
Maynard's definitely out there. Maynard was like twisted into a human pretzel somewhere in fucking <laughs> in the Himalayas. Like some scre- of the greatest scre- music videos. Screaming of all into time. a bowl with with his eyes sewn shut for five weeks, <laughs> like just doing Maynard shit. It's pretty tight though that a night, an album that's twenty three years old is in the top ten this week. You talk about a crazy so hang. Fuck, Kanye's got nothing on Maynard. <laughs> Can you oh. imagine that one? Oh or the both of them in a room? Just. Isn't Maynard like gnarly in jujitsu or some weird? Some Dude, weird. He like uh, fucked somebody up. I remember that went on stage. Uh, we've had someone on the show that's friends with them, and she told me that one time she went to his house to hang out with him, and he like made them muffins. He was <laughs> like, awesome. baking, he was just baking for them. Just like today, guys. Just like, hey, I'm gonna make some. Muffins. But if I'm Maynard and I know what people think, I'm gonna do shit like that to people all the time. Right? Like, here, you need some sugar. Like, you know, just be like normal as fuck. Just a just. Because yeah. that's weird. Yeah, because you know they expect so much. <laughs> they expect so but, much more. But go back more. to like the, the fucking music videos. Like I'm thinking, it's the video for their videos are so good. Oh fuck, dude! Incredible. It's like it's yeah, yeah. That makes and, me happy for people. That and, makes me trust. people. And similar bit. to Pink Floyd, at least for me, I, I I really like Tool, and and shit like this makes me like them more. I I really enjoy their legacy. I like their stuff. I'm not like I, not a fan like you. I couldn't even name all their albums. Uh, but this is awesome. Like to see them age into something like this and all the weird shit that they do still works 25 years later. Yep. It goes back to the Justin Vernon conversation. I'm not going to talk to Jason right now. Uh, the Justin Vernon conversation of like, you know that people are going to turn an eye on in, in 20 years and listen to it. Yep. Probably the same way that they're listening to it now. 100%. And that's yeah. great. Question for you. Does does uh, that album go number one next week? Aye, uh, aye. <sighs> I got five bucks. Dude, these doesn't. days, after the chance to rap or shit, I don't know. I have no idea. Top 10 though, right? It's got to. He released on a weird day. I know that. But he, I think he like released like two weeks early on a Wednesday or some bullshit. But I don't know. I, who knows, dude? What's up is down. What's down is up. And is Drake coming out with anything new this week? <laughs> is Drake no releasing like his, another <laughs> 25 songs that he made in the 80s? This is, sounds me brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I farted in the mic for an hour straight. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Number one. Um, W's and L's, boys. I have an L. I have an easy L, Jay. So for just being a fucking twit when it comes to music, James Blake, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one with really bad music taste. That's right. I forgot. You're the Buck <laughs> Cherry fan. You can't use my joke against me. <laughs> That's fucking plagiarism, dog. Did you use that on me? No, I used it on our boy Colin the other day. But he actually likes them. He, according to him, he doesn't. But I don't believe him. <laughs> Dude, who the fuck likes Buck Cherry? <laughs> no, Man. we were in there. I don't know if you realize this. When we were in there about an hour ago, he had that same goddamn feel, station on. I feel on, like dude. he always has Buck Cherry on in his office. He has like, <laughs> but it's like, radio. I don't know if it's Buck Cherry, but Buck Cherry just sounds like bad music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's Buck <laughs> Cherry. It's, it's like, like associated with. Yeah, that's Buck Cherry. <laughs> oh, what is that? It's Buck Cherry. No, dude, that's that's rap. No, that's Buck Cherry. <laughs> They're like, they become the Kleenex. To yeah. Fucking just like, I don't know. It's yeah. what you just call it. It's like how music. somebody turned dope into a, into a nomenclature for, for something good. Yep. Like Buck Cherry is just something Terrible. Which honestly, I'm gonna adopt that. Yeah. Oh, that's Fuck. So that's Buck fucking Buck Cherry. Cherry. You know it's Buck Cherry. James Blake. James Blake is definitely <laughs> Buck. Cherry. And I, he's not really Buck Cherry, but Jason's making me make him Buck Cherry because you're you put. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird wall. Like it's a weird line. I'm in gonna. The sand. Not, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna hold this against you. You can hold it against me. You guys are just wrong. <laughs> you can't say he's not good. That's just fucking. I'm not flagrant. saying he's not good. No one ever in this room said he no, wasn't we were good. All he's good. We all said James Blake is good. He's a talented dude. You took uh, except a, you, for fucking you took a, PJ in there. You took a C plus act and compared him to somebody C plus. Right now he's a C now plus. Now you're act. an asshole. Now right you're now just he's being a an C asshole. plus act. 
right? It has oh, a C dude. plus act. You're just How big are the rooms awesome. he's playing? Oh, okay. Well, now we're going back to popularity and mainstream. But that's what, like we're that's, measuring. This guy measures dicks all the time. He says it doesn't matter if it's popular in the mainstream. <laughs> Which one is it? In this I, case, I think I think he probably plays the. Okay, bowl. what are you going to call him? What are you going to call him? What he's level a, he's act? A B act, I guess. And what would you? But put, he's not what trying would you put to be an A act, so I'm not putting it there. Does James Blake have a legacy? Definitely. No, he doesn't. Four albums. If in. James Blake died tomorrow, he would be like a. He'd be on a. He'd be on playlists and shit like that. No one's yeah. going to be like, dude, James Blake. I think uh, you're underestimating uh, the producer chops. I like that Shane just had to shoot Okay, then that's that fine as a producer. What I'm saying is- But then I'm, even then he doesn't fuck with Justin Vernon because Justin Vernon's like on a different level when it comes to songwriting I, I, and arrangement and- Totally. I mean, he's so good when he was on mono. When he had mono, he was such a great writer. Can we all agree though that Twisted Fantasy is an amazing, yeah. is an amazing album? I'm not arguing with you that he's a bad producer though. I'm just saying you, that they're on the same level. You, you disagree. That's fine. We can have and that. And Bonner's taller than you. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> obviously. He's not. He's actually not taller no, than you. For, not, the, for the people at like, home. He's like four inches shorter <laughs> like than you. He's a fucking midget. He's, he's got but I guess we can just start on, saying people are tall that aren't tall. I mean, you are oh, tall. You're not short, though. I wish Chris was here because I think Chris You could dunk actually, on Seb. You know what? You should, <laughs> you should ask Chris. I bet Chris would say James Blake is better. Yeah, but Chris's favorite movie is Avatar. But Chris was a musician. That doesn't count. I don't care if if Avatar is in your is in your is in your bag of okay, tricks. But you but does you Seb, lose? Okay, but does Seb have an have a good music taste and a terrible film taste? Good point. Okay, you know what, Seb? Next week when, when you're back, please well, solve Seb's, this. Can you solve Seb, this? Seb would have an aneurysm right now if he was here. I think I can't wait. I just want I want to hear his. Seb would say something so terrible we'd have to cut it out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Are you managing James probably, Blake? We don't know this. Yeah, yeah. Seb would be back in Vegas tonight if you said that. I'm trying to. Hit me up, dog. <laughs> With a cock ring on. <laughs> All right, we're getting messy. Yep. Uh, Ws I have I have one W, and but the, it, there's sub Ws under the one W. My W is for the Oakland Raiders because Hard Knocks is two episodes in. Antonio Brown. Fuck, you get a dub. I love, I liked Antonio Brown. I expected something completely different out of him in the show. He's way cooler than I thought he'd be. Uh, John Gruden, you also get a W. Uh, that's that's my only, that's all I got. There's not a lot going on in TV. Succession's back. I gave that a W last week. But I gave that a W last week, so I, I, I can again, but. I'm giving Succession a W because it met my expectations. Yeah. That was the most phenomenal first episode back. I thought it was going to go so wrong because if you remember the last episode of so season bad, one. Yeah. Was just a dumpster fire. It was like written by someone who thought the whole show was supposed to end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then season two, episode one, it was written like a sitcom. The yeah. final episode. Yeah. It's like it cool. Our friends is over. Man. All right. Season one, season two, episode one was. Right. I was. <laughs> my wife fell asleep thirty seconds in, and I was just laughing out loud in my bed. I woke her up. I was. I had to text this guy because I was like, "Someone needs to be on my level right now." I think this is the greatest I, thing. There happening. hasn't been a show this quotable since like East, the first season of East Band. Totally. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, and it's not. That and in slapstick such a different either, way, in a, in a completely different way. And I can't you wait. You know, there's going to be some Michael Epstein color what, or uh, storylines in there. Oh, absolutely. it's definitely going to come. It's definitely going to come. Yep. It's a. It's written by um, uh, Adam Apatow, McKay, right? Oh, Adam McKay. Adam yeah. McKay. That's right. Um, that's. That's my W for the week. I also enjoyed Hard Knocks. I haven't watched the last episode, but it's, great. it's, it's a great move for the for the Raiders, and it's a great move. For also, this weekend, uh, it's another for W for HBO. That that Righteous Gem show, Gemstone show, comes out. The Danny McBride, John Goodman, uh, the one about the the Pentecostal. It looks pretty fucking funny. Yep. I have one other W, 
And it's weird saying this because I think you and I both thought the first season was just like, okay, we're doing Sons of Anarchy North, but Yellowstone's been pretty interesting. It's I haven't not, seen it yet. It's pretty solid. It's pretty, it's, it's like, it's, it's pretty solid. It's kind of like <laughs> first I want First season was so shit. <laughs> I want to smoke weed and like eat shit. Like it's I don't, solid. It's I'm not, not, it's, it's not, not high level. level. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. pretty fucking solid. But it's, little, but, little Costner. Yeah, man. Yeah. Costner's great in it. I haven't seen the one. Cole anyway. Hauser. I don't have any L's this week except for for Bonavir. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see, that's funny because Justin gets Justin gets my W because, like, dude, his, yeah. com his comment. Me too. The album's good. Me too. I'll give but the Bonavir Kanye comment. A Kanye w. comment was great. Kanye comment is great. The like, album's great. Hang with him. It's worth a W. I'll yeah. give it to you. So the world's ending tomorrow. Yeah. But it was. Good. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> Bonner, <laughs> always a pleasure, my dude. Thank you guys. Always Sooner than later. Seb, fuck you for listening. Yeah, I'm black. It's Mattress Firm's semi-annual sale. Right now, save up to $400 on our top-rated brands, like a Sealy Queen mattress that's now $399.99. Plus, take home a free adjustable base when you spend $699. At Mattress Firm, we make it easy to find the right bed for you. So hurry and visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you to save today. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale.